Hello and welcome to Level Up and Friends, the podcast where those of us from Level Up Entertainment uh, get together with some friends uh, every once in a while and uh, talk about things we're we're passionate about. Um, we just had a what is it like the seventh or ninth Ninja Turtles movie just come out, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem, and uh, it seemed appropriate to talk about it. Um, uh, I'm your host Scott, and I've got my Turtle Boys this uh, this week. I've got uh, James. Hey, how you doing? Uh, we've got Adam. Everybody, and then of course I've got Kendall. What's up, dudes? Um, so uh, you know, uh, Adam and James are my two most regular turtles comic customers uh, uh, <laughs> store, and then Kendall and I have been friends since high school. And one of the main things we've always bonded over is Ninja Turtles. Um, in fact, we saw the movie together, and I bumped into Adam at the same screening as we left. Um, but we didn't get a chance to really chat about it until now, so it's just. I think that was actually kind of what gave me the idea. Is like, oh, you know what? That might be cool, and like a nice topical podcast to put out. Um, but just to get started, we're going to start with our spoiler-free thoughts about the movie, um, and then we'll get we'll let you guys know we're getting into spoilers since the movie's only been out for like the last week. Uh, and then we'll get into that. I'll start with uh, James uh, since you were the first to come on. Uh, what did you think of the movie? I liked it. Um, I think that. It is a, a good new take with a lot of bits and pieces of every previous iteration of Turtles. So I really, really, I was really digging it, man. I thought it was really good. All right, Adam, what about you? Hey, no, I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was, uh, it's, it's nice. It was kid friendly. I love the animation style and just, it was like, again, a new take, you know, for the younger people, but in general, a lot of fun and it brought back a lot of good memories and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Maybe, well, maybe they'll do something again. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. And what about you, Kendall? Oh, yeah. I loved it. A lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Anyone who's heard me talk about Ninja Turtles knows I love fresh takes on old stuff. And this definitely is fresh. Yeah. Um, I do have, like... I have complaints about the movie. I did really, really like it. And I think this is the best Ninja Turtles movie since 1990. I just want to go on the record with that stuff, even though I, I have things I'm going to bring up that I don't <laughs> That way no like. one goes after you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it's got a lot of great stuff in it too. So it's... Yeah. Um, But I, I really liked it. And I think if this is something you have any mild interest in, you should go see it in the theater. Um, as much as I want movie studios to fail because of the way they treat the people that make the movies... Uh, but yeah. like this, this is definitely like a good theater movie like experience. Oh, without a doubt, it was it was really visually very movie theater. Uh, yeah, driven. This was a. I love that we're getting movies that kind of look like this in the wake of Spider Verse still. So, yes. Oh yeah, it's also a it's a big movie. Like, I I know we're doing spoiler free, but I'd say in a way it's like the biggest. Ninja Turtle movie, uh, the most definitely the most ambitious on how they were doing. Like, it's really big to take something like that and try to do it on the scale they did. I think it was very a very ambitious uh, Ninja Turtle movie for sure. Uh, to be fair, I think the first movie is probably the most ambitious, just in terms. Well, of Well, like, I mean, yeah, stuff, but... and all that. Yeah, like, pushing this, you're pushing it, but I mean, just the style that they were going for. Because if you look at it, like, all right the Spider-Verse kind of like very uh, poppy sketched art stuff is there. So when you 
go to do something similar, it's like, is this already been done? You know what I mean? So I think the way they did it, they were very ambitious and like they, the, the way they wanted to go at it and make it their own thing in the wake of that kind of style starting to be popular. Yeah. Um, but that said, is there any other spoiler free stuff we want to get to? We want to just dive right into it. I'm cool. Whatever you want, man. I'm yeah. down to talk about whatever with this movie. Okay. Um, uh, so specifically, right, let's start with, uh, with, with the, with the bad guy in this. Cause, uh, Superfly is a new, uh, enemy created for this movie. Um, yes. and obviously he brings a lot of mutants with him. That's where the, the mayhem, you know, mm-hmm. he, you know, starts to come from, um, <laughs> But I want to talk about Superfly specifically as played by Ice Cube. Um, I'll start with you, Adam. What did you think of him? Yeah, no, I, I like the take on now. Are we, are we talking spoilers too? Or are we? Yeah, yeah. Jump, jump right into spoilers. Yeah, I, I like the idea that it was, he was kind of like Baxter's son. Like, like that little paper, little uh, little cheapy guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might get some more. Don't, don't tell anybody. But no, I, I like the idea. It was a different take on I like the idea that they brought your mutants into it. And uh, I thought it was a pretty good villain. And then the ending, I'm not going to spoil that part, but what they did with Superfly, that was pretty cool. It was like, whoa, what, what, we got a whole different genre movie going on here. You know, it was, yeah. it was pretty sweet. He was like both a new character and kind of a reference to like the 80s right. Max documents. And yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. No, it, and, it is and, wild and, that they cast Carlo. They cast Juan Carlo Esposito to play Baxter Stockman. Yeah. It's got like yeah, Juan Carlo Esposito. I love his voice. Yeah. I love his voice. I think they did great with that. That was pretty it's cool. It's crazy how, how he's barely in the movie. Not that that's a problem. No, but no. I was just like, wow, I wasn't expecting him to just not show up again. Right. Like, yeah. I think, Kendall, were you the one that was pointing out that like a lot of the phrases that Superfly says is an Ice Cube like reference? Yeah. yeah we three were in the morning, please at my dough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like he was a lot of fun and like intimidating, but like you got what he was going for and wasn't, I mean, all right, he was a bad guy, but he wasn't necessarily like a bad guy. You know perspective, I mean? man. It's all about perspective. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, one you of my favorite, the, yeah. like the, in the comics too, like where they where they were doing some of the comics too, but the mutants and everything. Yeah, because yeah, like half of the mutants in this were like, because I remember like going into this was like, are they going to be like splinter off? No pun intended, but like, because half of them are like friends with the Ninja Turtles, and half of them are like they did a Mighty Mutant Animals, man. I knew it was going to happen. I yeah, but like, <laughs> but like, since we're talking spoilers, like, I'm stoked for good guy Bebop and Rocksteady. Listen, yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's what I was like. All right, Mondo Gecko. Like, like these are our Leatherhead. These are people they eventually become friends with, and like the holy, holy, um, the whole uh, Mighty Mutanimals thing. But I'm like, but with Bebop and Rocksteady, like doing it, I was like, that's cool. I can dig that. I can, all right. Like, because like I said, they're doing something fresh and new, but I like how it was like a battle at first. I like how they're all clashing heads and stuff like that. I like how they did that. And I think they, I think they fit a lot into this movie that could have been drawn out more, but then you'd get bored with it being so drawn out. Yeah. One of the things again this is probably just my expectations and then on a second viewing wouldn't be as big a deal i wasn't expecting this to be so much of an origin story for the turtles i was expecting more i i guess i wanted at least one more like fight scene with the turtles versus all the mutants versus yeah. the, just the car right. scene that we got um because i kind of wish they had a little bit more screen time but like i do know that they are doing like a tv show based on this yeah they're doing a 2d 
TV show. So, so the way the movie ended, it's a new kind of status quo and a new take on the turtles. I was like, I'm excited to see what comes next. So I was like, all right, I I can, I can dig on this. Um, but yeah, uh, so I know I know some people were upset with like the new takes on some of the mutant animals when they uh, announced like the voice actors and actresses and stuff. Uh, I don't know if you guys had a strong feeling. I was like, bats and alligators can also be female, so like whatever they look exactly. That the same. listen, that stuff yeah. never bothers me. People who get. I like to think of like when you're looking at a situation, especially when it comes to comics and stuff and they change a character and all that, like some people are just so set in the way. So like, no, you can't do that. No, it's, it's called comics. That means you can do that. <laughs> you know I mean, what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I know Kendall and I've said many, many times, one of my, one of my favorite things about this franchise is that it's not afraid to usually reinvent itself. Like, right. you know, yeah. and like, and the core concept is teenage mutant Ninja Turtles. It's so inherently like, silly and kind of dumb that like yeah. that's not the kind of thing i care about as long as like the characters are likable and it's fun yeah. it doesn't really matter like well that's like yeah i was telling someone the other day i was like i was like what do you care about leatherhead being voiced by a girl i said dude listen they're turtles they're mutated turtles okay yeah. like yeah. i mean come on like that's one of the more believable things is that some of the characters would be female <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um, yeah, well, and who, yeah, it's just, it's really silly to care. You know, if this was a typical Ninja Turtles movie, Wingnut and Leatherhead wouldn't even be here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would, yeah. Right? but that's why I say, in order for a franchise to keep moving forward, you have to change things. No one wants the same old thing all the time. You know what I mean? You have to keep I, I, it fresh and new. Unfortunately, with the vocal turtles, and that's the thing about the internet. Who knows how how big big of fans people actually are? I think some people just enjoy getting into the conversation and start fights stuff, about yeah. things. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it you got to keep it fresh. The last thing I want to see is an exact replica of something I've already seen before. Yes, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah, that's my feeling for any of these long-running franchises, not just Ninja Turtles. Like, that was my yeah. disappointment in the new Star Wars movies. Like, why does it have to be an Empire and Rebels again? It's just like, that's so boring. Yeah. You know? Like, there's so many cool new things you can do with it. And this seems to be the one franchise that, like, is allowed to do that. I know going into this, one of my... I don't want to say concerns, but like it seems like turtles swings between like a traditional turtles and then like something really crazy and then goes yeah back to traditional. So like the when Nickelodeon first got it, it went like the two K twelve series like did change some stuff, but it was like more in line with how it normally is. And then Rise was such a very big departure. Yeah, well, like, if you I follow think, the, the yeah. yeah, if you follow from the beginning, it's like they're yeah. total. Each iteration is totally different from the next. I. I Going into this, I was I thought it was gonna be more like a traditional one, but like it's got a lot of new weird elements that I'm like it kind of feels like it's got a foot in both camps and I and I dig that. Yeah, I, foot, I agree. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Well I, I know going into this <laughs> one, one of the things I was most excited about was like, oh, there's no shredder of the foot in this. That's not they always do that stuff. Do that right off the rip. Yeah. Yes. That's what, one of the reasons I was really excited for it to be like so many mutants, which is why I think I was a little disappointed there wasn't as much of that. 
Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. I, I mean, the mutants were there, but I get wanting one more fight. Yeah, I, I just been... just one more, you know, like yeah. But I think it was necessary to keep the extra mutant stuff, uh, kind of where it was, because, and I feel like that's even happened with our conversation today. It's easy for the our four boys to get pushed into the background when there's so many other mutants. Yeah, that's fair. And like, but I think if this was like a sequel to like an origin movie or like we didn't have to focus on that, then maybe like that wouldn't be at, I don't know. It's one of those things is like, what do you, because this is trying to start off a new, a new series, yeah. like a TV show and such. But I think that's, oh, yeah. good, I, I was going to say, I think that's a good segue. You guys want to talk about the turtles themselves and how they're like, how, how they were handled in this? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. I'm going to start it off with, with a trope I don't like that they've been doing. I don't like when one of the turtles is into April. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're hopping right into it. All right. Yeah. I, I, that, that's the only thing they did with the four of them that I do not like. I, otherwise I liked everything they did. I liked that they like, are sound and act like teenagers. I like that. They were, I like that we got to see them like basically start fighting people I like that they how they had their motivation. Like they only wanted to be heroes to save people because, like, oh, that's how they got April to like them. That's how they get everybody to like them. And then they yeah. realize by the end that that's they're doing it for the wrong reasons. So like they try to be like actual heroes. Like I really yeah. like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like I like the whole I like the whole aspect of how they're like, all right, this is what we have to do to like just get out of the sewer and be accepted and all that stuff. And the, they kind of put a modern spin on it, like how it's like through social media and all that stuff. But the whole initial like love at first sight kind of <laughs> like jokingly, like he sees her and stuff like that. Like they did it with Donnie um, in the 2012. And they did it with one. Mikey in the, um, the Michael Bay escort. Yeah, yeah. Like Mikey was really into her and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I, I think see... that one was the worst one, but in, ter- in terms of that, I don't think they were very good to begin with, but like, that's a different conversation. Yeah. I'm not, I'm just like, I'm just like, uh, it's, it's kind of silly because like, it's like, <laughs> you can only take that so far in, in, in the story. You know what and I mean? And I feel like sometimes and this is more of a problem with the 2K12 show where like, kind of diminishes April's role a bit. I feel like it's like all of her stories kind of start. Because the, the turtles are the main characters. So, like, Donnie's stories start to become more about, like, him, like, their relationship together like that. But not, in, I don't know. It's just one of those things, like, I don't especially like that. Um, I Listen, I, man, this is the way it goes. That is yeah. Casey Jones' woman, and that's how it, that's how it's always going to be, all right? Yeah, I just, it's just one of those things, like, I, I feel like it's more limiting in the types of stories you can tell. Yeah, I agree. But that's, yeah. but that's me. I mean... I don't mind if one of the turtles has a crush on April. Yeah. Um, and Scott, did you finish the 2012 show? I never got, I never finished it. I know they started doing the, it with like Shredder or not uh, with Leo and Karai, even though they're sort of brother and sister in that. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of had a thing going. Yeah. But I, I didn't, well, finish, I didn't finish the, the Nickelodeon one. I'm not a, it's a good show. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I think um, 
I think they they bring that to a, a good resolution. Okay. I like um, April's more their friend. Like I love their relationship in Rise. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Um, but anyway, what I was saying is like I don't mind that one of the turtles has like a crush on April. Um, because you know, so far they've handled it pretty tastefully i feel like it can get weird and like donatello in the 2012 show does get a little weird I feel like a yeah. little weird but <laughs> yeah it's, that, it's like, addressed yeah, yeah that's that addressed, I, though. yeah i don't like donatello's thing with her in that show Ape, like leo is okay in this but like because it wasn't like because they had like other things to do in the plot than just like oh my god april's the hottest but like it's just one of those yeah. things. It's it's a personal taste thing. I don't. It did not ruin the experience for me. Like in the slightest. No, no, no. It just was one of those things when they first see her and like, he gets like the hard eyes. It's like, oh. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, otherwise... I'm, I'm not looking for that in every version of the turtles, but like, I think like they used it in the 2012 show to like send a good message that like, hey, like sometimes it doesn't work out you know which is like <laughs> yeah. that's important for kids watching that show to know yeah it helps um, growth. you're not always gonna get what you want no yeah. so <laughs> right and but yeah I, I i get why it is a little weird but it's part of that teenage you gotta you gotta address the teenage hormones somehow yeah yeah yeah, yeah you're right although in a movie with so many mutants Maybe they could have just like had someone else there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what's I mean, her name? Mona Lisa. Mona. Yeah, Mona. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, Splinter gets to be with somebody by the end of the movie. So yeah, that's true. Dude, that was yeah, crazy. we didn't need a like, oh, Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys saw in the lead up to the movie. I don't want to get too political, but all of those like right wing YouTubers were like, they made Splinter gay, and I'm like, they. Say Stinkbug's got female pronouns. Like that's not. It's, it's just one of those yeah, things. What? Yeah, they got it's mad about like, something that listen, wasn't in the movie, and it's just like there's people who are gonna bring out like the weirdest aspect of something. There were certain people who were like when Rise came out and April was black, and they're like, "Oh my god, why are they changing April and all this stuff?" And then then people complaining about April being black. First of all, what does it matter? Second of all, like um. Kevin Eastman, the character was loosely based after the woman that he wound up marrying, which is I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's what half black, right? Um, I don't I don't know that for a fact. Yeah, I I know it was it was based off his then girlfriend. Yeah, was, I believe yeah, she was biracial. So uh, if anything, it's sticking to the source material. Like, get over it, people. I mean, that said, like, you guys want to talk about? It? I I kind of loved April in this movie. I think this is well. The- what? Well, yeah. I think we should go through the turtles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we kind of got sidetracked. Turtles. Yeah. Good point. All right. So, uh, well, all right. So, Leo's kind of the main character, for lack of a better term, in this. Um, I don't really think that, but I think he gets the most character development. Um, but like, yeah. So I'll, I'll start with start with one of you guys while I get my dog to stop barking near me. Uh, and <laughs> why don't you tell us about Leo? We'll start with Leo. Sure. Uh, no, I mean, Leo, I mean, in general, like you said, he had the most character development. 
uh, you know, sound sound the, the voice actor they sound the more mature of them, you know. And the in general, I, I like what they were going with it, and also I like that he wasn't fully sure of himself as oh, you know, the other tur- turtles were teasing like oh. Oh come on, fearless leader! Like you know, show us what to do. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm like, I'm, you know, I, I've been in the sewers for 15 years. What do you want from me? <laughs> you know, right? But uh, I don't want to switch gears. But I do have a funny Michelangelo thought. Once, once we get to Michelangelo, though. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll start you off with Mikey then. I like. Uh, I like. Was more like the responsible one rather than like I'm the leader. Yeah. Yes, they did yeah. a kind of different take with Leo. Like clearly, he was the leader. Leader and like, listen, we got to do this and do what Splinter says. But like he was it was he was very kind of unsure of himself and very like coming into his own. And I think that's kind of what I liked about his character is it wasn't your regular leader leader role. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he was trying to get them to follow him and you could kind of see like he was trying. It, it wasn't much like, OK, he's the leader. We follow what he says. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like I like that they they don't really like listen to him like that because they're you know brothers and whatnot but like yeah you know but like uh he does still like <laughs> yeah he does still go along with like their goofy things like he doesn't complete like you know like they still throw ninja stars at each other they go to the movie like yeah you know <laughs> that ferris bueller reference i mean i God, wasn't expecting that i was like oh well, that's kind of funny yeah that was amazing yeah well and what a great like you know what a great person for them to compare themselves to like <laughs> first Bueller just gets whatever he wants the whole movie yeah and is loved by everybody except his principal yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, like when they were watching that and it was live action I was like I cracked up I was like this is great that's so very artistic. I love how they did that. Didn't they um didn't they show other movies that like Splinter was learning how to fight off of and they were live action too? They were yeah. Jackie Chan films. Jackie dude. Chan movies, yeah. yeah they <laughs> were Jackie, Jackie Chan, Chan movies. So that's a lot of fun. Yeah. I almost lost it, man. I was yeah. like, this is great. That um was so great. But yeah, let's keep talking about the turtles. Let's uh I'm I'm looking at my uh lunchbox based on the cover of Ninja Turtles number one. So I'm just kind of going next to Leo is Donatello. Um, what do you guys think of Donnie in this one? I'll start with I you. I loved him. Okay, yeah. I'll start with you then, James. You loved him? Yeah, I loved him. I, I loved how he was smart, but not like a super genius or nothing. You know what I mean? He was smart and was like quick to thinking, like on his feet. And he was more like uh, how you would expect a, 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 a you know, a, a kid that was in the tech at that age, you know, even now, like he was in the games, the cell phone, like, you know, you know, like stuff like that. It wasn't like he was in the in the sewer making like all kinds of crazy gadgets. He was a young kid who's just, you know, smart and into tech. And I think that came through like really good in mm-hmm. this in this uh, in this uh, iteration instead of him just being like automatically just a genius. You know what I mean? I think they did it really, really well. And more, I'd say, more believable, especially when you're kind of cut off from the world and coming from a sewer. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that he was a nerd in the sense, like, he watched anime and read comic books. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's more more my experience. Yeah. And his hoodie was like a JoJo's Bizarro. JoJo Bizarro. Yup. JoJo Bizarro, baby. (laughs) I noticed that right away. I was like, that is awesome. (laughs) 
Yeah, I love his like anime nerdum. And yeah, it was the great. fact that he he was very much I feel like a lot of iterations of Turtles feel this need to like make him I don't want to say more mature, but I mean that's how he comes across. Yeah. He's just like very serious in a lot of iterations and in this he was a kid for sure. Oh yeah, one yeah. of the things I liked is he was just as much a troublemaker as Raph and Mikey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting that it's silly, but he was the driver. Usually it's like uh Raphael. <laughs> it's like never Donnie's never the driver of the van. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the one, to drive he's the one dealing speaker, with the computer right? stuff at the back. Yeah, yeah he was in the back yeah. doing something, he's tinkering. He's like, he's driving now? <laughs> yeah, he learned, they said he learned to play from a video game. Was it Gran Turismo? Forza, Forza. Forza, Forza that's what it was. Forza. Yeah, he was like, yeah. yo, all that Forza Horizon. You know what it was? We got a Gran Turismo like movie trailer right before then. That's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this one, and like that, like even though like he has a dumb stick, like it was like the most useful weapon that they had. Like yeah. they could use it to like press the gas from like behind, like you know, drivers and stuff. Like there was a lot of fun stuff in it. I just love how he references, like, what am I supposed to do? All I have is a stick. Oh, I love that. Yeah, there's a part where it's like we'd have to need something like long and narrow to get to that, and like. Oh my god, and then they use a stick. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, finally, I'm useful. And he like, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I think this is the funniest Ninja Turtles movie. By Not counting, like, the, the Netflix Rise movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, the net, what's, that's crazy that you said, because, like, I watched the Rise, especially, like, my kids loved the Rise. Um, and I was just like, I like the cutscenes like when they start fighting and the way they animate it and it's like so epic, but then it just goes somewhere different. And it was like I wasn't like the biggest fan, but at the same like I sat there and watched it and I would crack up from time to time. I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Uh, but we'll, um, we'll have to do a separate podcast about Rise because like yeah. I, I I think that's my favorite Ninja Turtle show, but um, that, yeah, that's a whole different conversation. We can talk about that next time you're in the store. I don't want to <laughs> too off track, but um. <laughs> uh yeah so I, I yeah donatello was fun like and i don't want to go on the record i think the all of the turtles were fun yeah um, yeah I, I did like all of them uh let's do raf i know some people i've talked to don't like that raf wasn't like angry loner raf i'm like that's totally fine especially since they're just now starting to like do things like we literally see their first fight with people in this yeah yeah i the whole thing was more light-hearted so he wasn't like that the the brother that is always irritated with everyone and all like that. But he was still the aggressive one. He was still the one that was like, "Yo, we're throwing down now." Yeah, he. There's a scene where he ground and pounds someone, hops up and spits on them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like he was wrath, dude. Like, yeah. like yeah. he was still that character. He was still that character. And just because he isn't storming off. Like yeah. he says to them, he was like, he's like, my biggest regret in life is that like y'all are gonna be the last people I see before I die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just like he wants to get away. He just like doesn't have a place to go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. One of and, actually, yeah, bringing that up, one of the things I like is like all of the turtles are kind of on the for more or less on the same page in this one, which yeah, it's a lot less than you think. Yeah, especially if you read the books. Oh my god. Yeah. But um 
But yeah, Kendall, you were saying about rap. Sorry, I didn't want to mean to interrupt you there. Oh, all good. Um, I just think it's kind of like maybe, especially since they're so like sheltered in this version. I think it's fine that he's not like, oh, I'm going to storm off on my own. Like, yeah. he he expresses that in in different ways here. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. And honestly, it saves him, you know, it him storming off on his own always gives him that main character kind of placement. Yeah. Yep. Because he's the only one who gets to experience things as an individual in a lot of takes. So it's just, I'm glad he's, I don't know. I'm glad he was around and part of the family. And he just like expressed wanting more in a little bit healthier way than past. Yeah, like a, a more realistic way as you could get, I guess you could say. Yeah. Definitely. It was refreshing. I mean, I mean, he's my favorite turtle still, but the idea that he was a little more mellow, like, oh, we have to worry about him and what's, you know, let's keep it together. Let's keep the band together. And uh, he just came with a little, little extra aggression, but, you know, he, he kept it, kept it with the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if I can ever say, like, definitively one turtle's my favorite. Uh, uh, I, <laughs> I do think this one, I think Leonardo's consistently one of my more favorites, depending on the version, but, like, I, I can't pick like one that like is the one that I always like the best. Like it, it shifts from how Yeah. And there's stuff I like in all of the different versions. Ironically, like the eighties cartoon turtles, like I probably have the strongest individual or the weakest individual feelings on. Because a lot they have a lot of similar traits that bleed into each other just because of the nature of the time. Yeah. You know, um Adam, uh you wanted to you had a take on Mikey you wanted to Oh no, yeah, no, Mikey was funny, you know, was the Younger brother. No, this is just me. No problem. Just, just more of a question. Yeah. So they live in the sewers. How, how does, how does Mikey have braces? I just, that just bothered me. I thought about that too. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Fine. He was, he was fun, but like, so when did, when did Splinter take the orthodontist? <laughs> I wonder know? if it's really a retainer and they found it in like. Oh, See, you know, that's I, what I was, idea. I was wondering. Yeah. I yeah, we were talking about that because I was like, I was telling because we had a conversation. Me and a friend of mine, I was like, "Yo, how does he have braces? And how the hell does Donnie have cell phone uh, service?" <laughs> and I was, they were like, "Maybe it's a retainer." And I was like, "Oh shit, you know what? Maybe it is a retainer." Yeah, and I can imagine like, all right, I don't know how jailbreaking phones and stuff actually works, but I'm sure they could probably leech off of someone's Wi-Fi. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, he got the Wi-Fi. They he learned how to, you know. Do orthodontistry and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Especially this splinter was like not going up to the surface with these guys. Right. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Michelangelo or Michelangelo a little bit. You know, um, ah. yeah. I, I. So he's not. I feel like he's the most similar to classic interpretations of Mikey. Um, yeah, very excited, very yeah. like. Just yeah, happy and excited uh, character. He's not someone I feel like you really need to invent reinvent the wheel on too much. Um, I do like that. Like none of the turtles were like like they all had an element of like yeah they're they're all goofy but like they when they have like their real wants and needs and like that that is still treated seriously even with Michelangelo. 
like yeah it's goofy that like oh i want to sign up for improv but like it's that you know that like they all have something at the school that they want like reason they want to go to high school and yeah but that's I think like that the perfect michelangelo him. one you know exactly i think that fit him perfectly because like even from like the original like 80s cartoon bleeding over into the 90s movie like michelangelo just wanted to have fun he was just a He's the party fun. dude yeah, right? yeah. Party. but like he just wanted to have fun and even into uh the idw series the ongoing he's he's always that he's like always that very vulnerable little brother type yeah. you know what i mean yeah that's why when uh it was revealed he was the last ronin i didn't feel like special for having called it because like he's the only one that that is an interesting transformation for. i i think yeah. anyone who was real like i wouldn't say real fans because i'm not being rude or nothing but i think anyone who's invested time in ninja turtles knew that was the only logical person to have as the last Ronin because it's the person that could you the pain that he they explained that he went through, especially with the with the lost years, like it's it's more something that is like you can see him having those psychological things going yeah. on with him. That's what I mean. He was like always the young one, the innocent one, the one that was always protected by them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he's the only one where that's an interesting character arc. For exactly. Because that's already basically just Raph. Yeah, uh, was, it, it, exactly. exactly. Yeah, you know, like it's it's not too far out of the way for like Leo and Donatello. Yeah, totally. But, um, but yeah, like yeah, let's talk a little bit more about this Michelangelo a little bit. I don't. I, I mean, I feel like I don't have a lot to say. Other than like, it's yeah, just, yeah, he's just classic Mikey, essentially. Yeah, I think that's yeah. why there's not much to say because it yeah. was very on the nose. You know what I mean? It was like spot on. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. this is Mikey, and you know Mikey's character. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think that pretty much like he's just it. They stuck with a very true to the character kind of thing, and I think even if this goes on for another forty, fifty years every iteration of Mikey is going to be so similar to the one before him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Oh, not I, at all. No. Um, but I guess we, if we want to move on from Michelangelo, um, we can do that. Um, I want to talk a little bit about April and I don't, well, the one thing with her design is when they first showed her in like trailer stuff, I thought she was an adult. I didn't realize she was also a teenager, um, but that's not the anything, any problem in the movie. I will say this is, Probably the at least in the movies, this is the only time I think April's been funny. Uh yeah, her character is funny. Yeah. I didn't expect to see April like throw up for like five minutes straight at one point. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. kind of great. I love that. Um, but I I I I kind of like I don't know if I prefer this or not, but I do like when they make April also a teenager and like because there's advantages to her being an adult as well. Yeah. Like, like if they're doing um, like, like this, she's their only connection to the human world. So like as an adult can get you more things and do more things for you. Than, than another teenager. Yeah. But like it yeah. makes them more, it makes their dynamic more fun. You know, like when they're like on the a similar level. Yeah. I mean, when they did, when they did the 2012 and I was like, April's like the same age as them. Like what the hell? And I don't, I don't, I don't, no point did I think that her character was funny. Like it was interesting how they did everything, but I didn't think it was funny. And I, with this iteration of her, I think, yeah, she was very 
she was on the same level as all the characters were in the movie with being funny. Yeah, and I like that she got to be much more involved with the plot, like integrally. Because like yeah. a lot of the times, like I feel like you can kind of just cut April out and it doesn't really change. Yeah, her. she's just there. I like how they kind of give her she had ambitions and wants and needs herself yeah. in the movie and was trying to make that happen. And I think they did it that way so they would kind of have a bond besides the whole Leo thing. Um, yeah. They would have more of a bond because they had the same interest of just of wanting to be accepted. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind I, mean, of that was, I mean, that's the theme of this movie because that's what the, yeah. the other mutants want too, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think that all in general just made her character probably the most interesting April out of every movie prior. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think the Rise April is also funny, um, but it's a different... They're, like, you got to view a movie and a, and a TV show different because the TV show is different, not, yeah. It's a lot more room to breathe and focus on different kinds of stories. Um, yeah. And it, it is a different April than Rise. Yeah, it's still a different April than Even Rise. though they're both funny. This yeah. one's like a little more serious. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that this one's more serious because Rise one is... Rise is already an extremely like heightened, goofy like version. Yes. And very. Like, way more heightened and goofy. Um, I, I don't know. It's also the first time in forever. Like It feels like her being a journalist is like a thing. Yeah. Uh, Not that yeah. she always needs to be, but yeah. The channel yeah, like, six reference when she ran in there. Yeah, there was a lot of little great. references like that were fun. There was a reference to everything and I, I loved it. I'm totally there for that. I loved it. Do you have any uh, thoughts on April Adam? Oh, no, I, I, I like like you guys are saying. Now she was. It was nice. It was a little funny, a little different take on it. And um, you know the the voice actor. She does a nice job. She's uh, she's uh, from the bear. From the bear. It's like you know, the bear. Yeah, doing doing a good job. So it was nice. And she, like you guys are saying too, you know, she had her own little redemption story too. You know, she got to <laughs> you know take care of some upchuck stuff. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will say just on a little side note, I highly highly recommend the bear if you haven't watched it. That might yeah, be my favorite, so good. My, my favorite television show that's like currently airing. Um, uh, just prepare to have your heart broken. Yeah, See? I haven't finished it all yet. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm obviously not trying to to do anything, but like, no, you know, no, no. It's all good. Yeah, you know, it's like an extremely character driven show, so it's like, oh. yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's a really good show. Uh, but we're talking about a different kind of thing named after an animal today. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, now that you're talking about the high school stuff, like if April's in high school, are Vern and Irma going to be there too? I, when she ran, oh. into I was waiting six. for that. I was waiting yeah. to see something with Irma. I was I, when I she was ran into Channel that. Six. I was kind of expecting them to like yeah. be there in the background. I was like, oh, oh, that's cute. But I didn't see that. But things were also happening real fast because I was like the climax yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. That whole the la that last like twenty minutes, like everything was getting like crazy. Yo, oh, can, yeah. Can we talk action in this movie real quick? The montage with like beating up all of the goons, like find where it's like. Going up the trail to find Superfly was so Listen, cool. I loved it. I, yeah. I so loved how they did it. And I love how they did part of it as it was all one take. Yeah. And it, they were bleeding into each other. Like it would just automatically merge to the next character. You know what I mean? It would go from Leo to Raph, but it was all one fight scene. Like when they were rushing down the hall and then when all of them were joined up together, I love how it was all one scene that led up to that part. I love how they did that. And I, yeah. I just, I love the whole 
art aspect of it, but the actual continuing one shot of them running in the room and then all hell breaking loose and then merging it all together was amazing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I What I really liked about that montage scene was <clears throat> like, so in the first Ninja Turtles movie, they we see them have their first battle against like some goons and then after that they're just fighting ninjas and are like really comfortable with that in this one like that we see their first fight and that's a lot of fun but this montage this montage gives the feeling of like oh like look at them like gain experience and like yeah they're leveling up (laughs) yeah. yeah exactly uh I, which I thought was like really fun. So then when they are fighting like a bunch of giant powerful mutants, it's not just like, oh, fishy how they can, uh, you know, yeah. all of a sudden be on par. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, oh, man. Yeah, like I said, I wish that's why I think I wish there was one like normal fight between them and the mutants. Like the fight we do get is like it's mostly like a car chase scene. Yeah, uh, they do a lot of fun stuff in it too, and it is cool. Don't misunderstand me, but it's like I kind I kind of wish that we could see because they all because all the mutants they picked are all like really different. Yeah, and like could be done in a lot of really interesting ways. Like some of them fly and some of them don't. Like some are really big, and then there's like Mondo Gecko. You can like run up walls and stuff. But yeah, can we talk? You could do you know? Can we talk about how Shred? I mean, uh, Splinter straight up murdered a dude did you guys yeah. catch that well he well, stuck that stick right through that dude's head when he fell and hit the floor man yeah <laughs> oh like, whoa yes! I, I don't think i'm that. yes yeah. well this no winter hates surviving humans, that. so he did that a backflip onto the body laying on the floor and shoved the nightstick into his face and let go and the nightstick was just standing up that is death whoa. my friend yeah. that is cerebral that's pretty <laughs> all right well, well while we're talking splinter like how did you guys feel about splinter a not being hamato yoshi and being not even being hamato yoshi's rat he's just a regular rat who watched like jackie chan movies and that's how he learned to fight oh my yeah okay so I mean, first of all it makes you much guys sense see how they give him the old school you see how they give him the old school uh kevin eastman haircut and thin mustache yeah I oh, love the, like, yeah yeah, if you pay attention, Dang, to that, I didn't catch that that was his, but that's definitely Kevin yeah, Eastman. Yeah, yeah, that was Kevin yeah. Eastman's old school, like curly hair, slightly mullet, and thin mustache. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. The fact that he wasn't uh, Hamada Yoshi, like the fact that he wasn't him, stays true to the comic, the original uh, Mirage comic books. But like um, he was Hamada Yoshi's rat. Like he's got nothing he was. to do with him. Yeah. And that's how he learned jujitsu and all that stuff. And I think that is a, a key element that I think that people I've come across that complained about was like, yo, so he just he just learned he learned ninjutsu from watching Jackie Chan movies. Well, Jackie Chan, first of all, is Kung Fu. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think I think that the fact that um, I mean, I know when I was a kid, um, I grew up doing uh, wrestling and uh, karate and as I got older, doing a couple different variations of uh, martial arts. But I think 
like most people who didn't really know nothing about martial arts, your introduction is movies, is kung fu flicks. And then you read a book and hear there. So the aspect of that doesn't bother me too much because it's like, I think a lot of people, at least, you know, especially here in America, that's like, that's how you find out about stuff like that. You know what I mean? Is through I mean, movies and grow, books. Growing up, everyone did karate and they only did it because they watched Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like. I mean... <laughs> so, my question is these people who are upset about Splinter learning from movies. So, to them, it's outrageous that a mutant rat yeah. can watch <laughs> a movie, watch many movies, and learn martial arts that way. But it's totally acceptable that a normal rat can watch a man do it. Yes, exactly. That's that's <laughs> why I tell people you're just splitting hairs, dude. You're just splitting hairs. A rat doesn't have the consciousness to remember everything that someone else is doing around them, and then all of a sudden, no, you know, nujitsu. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Oh God. To be fair, I don't know if anyone's mad about that. I know, or like mad, mad about that. I'm sure there's people sounding off online right now about it. Yeah, but... I've seen a couple couple of yeah. uh, threads on it. And that's the same problem that people had with the Michael Bay version. Because in, yeah. in the Michael Bay version, he he found a book on ninjutsu. And yeah, he saying, studied it. At least a movie, you can mimic something's movements. I, I, I think the bigger problem is the Michael Bay movie was just kind of dumb. And like that was, was just one. It was just one other dumb thing, like amongst all of this stuff. It's like yeah. I, I didn't like that in the Michael Bay one either. But like Michael Bay one was doing a lot of shit I didn't like, so I was like, I don't really care. My problem with that is they crammed. They tried cramming in so much shit at once that it was just like I was almost like overstimulated with that damn movie. Yeah, at first. it was. I didn't care for that movie. But that's not a bold. That's not a hot take. I mean, I saw it. I own it, of course. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I saw it. That's all. I'll, I've only saw it the one time. <laughs> I've never had a desire to rewatch it. Uh, I oh, mean, my my son. That was his first. That was the first movie that came out like when he was a kid of the Ninja Turtles, and he just loved that movie when he was a kid. Was, was but, there a show on at the time? Yeah, at the time when the 2012 uh, series came out, it kind of like greenlighted uh, Paramount it, to work with Nickelodeon on making the Michael Bay movie. And yeah, even I think that while was, the Michael about the same time i remember yeah yeah even while the michael bay movie was like being made there were still new episodes popping out of uh of the ninja turtles so was he like watching the sh- I, I mean, we're getting off topic a little bit but was he watching the show and then saw that there was a movie he wanted to check that out or was it the other way around or uh he was just, my son just was indo- indoctrinating him from birth well no you know what happened real quick because i know we're supposed to be talking about the other movie but yeah. um so i don't know if you all have kids, but I'd wake up in the morning and okay, I'd have to watch like, you know, Dora or Yo Gabba Gabba. And um, as a parent, you're sitting there going out of your mind. And then all of a sudden they showed a commercial for the 2012 series. Immediately I sat up and I was like, what? And my son was like, what is this? And I was like, oh my God. And then I was like, before this show starts, I got it. You got to learn. Where, where's my book? Where, where's my stuff? You need to get some culture, young man. And then him and my daughter just got into it from there. Yeah. And that is one of the fun things about a series like this, Constant Reinvention, is like, 
everyone's got their Ninja Turtles when they were a kid. Adam, I know, yeah. I know you got kids, like, you know. Yeah, they, uh, they, uh, they like, I mean, I, I was just so thrilled to take them and see, see the movie with them. I mean, yeah. I mean, I went to the 1990 movie with my parents and then just to, I mean, I missed a turtle movie yet and just to take them. I mean, they, they had a good time with it. They, they also like to bust my chub and say, oh, well, I, whatever you saw, I don't, I didn't like it. But, you know, I know that I did, they did enjoy it. So, but, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. Cause that is important. Like, for to have that perspective too. I don't have children, but yeah. like this movie is made. It's 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 a family movie, but like they want to market toys and stuff to kids. Granted, oh, yeah. I know we buy lots of that stuff as well. Yeah, but like you know the primary the prime market still children. So the fact that like we can enjoy it on on a level and the kids can as well. Yeah, like that was one I thing was people too. I like too was uh you know yeah he was goofy, but you know what deep down he was the dad and he you know he was the heart of that family. You know. I, I love Splinter in this. I, yeah. I love that him and Superfly are kind of like got the same philosophy. Like Splinter sees that and realizes that that's the wrong thing. And that's what makes yeah. a good guy versus a bad guy, you know? It came to be able to grow and change. And, and, yeah. Uh, I like the fact that Splinter in it, he was their, he was more their dad yeah. than, than an actual like sensei. He was, yeah, he you- would, they give more of a, that's our father. You know what I mean? Yeah, which makes sense because like he was he has enough he doesn't come from a ninjutsu background. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, so to be fair, Rise they also teaches him through movies and stuff, but like yeah, he actually was that character in those movies. Yeah. So um yeah. I, I overall like I as much as like I there's things I can nitpick about the movie that I, I didn't especially care for. There was a lot like for example, there was like a lot of pop culture references like that stuff usually annoys me to be fair a lot of them did come back and were like important like attack yeah. on titan wasn't just because it's an anime no, they actually use something yeah they use something the pop culture references depending on how they do them some sometimes i like and sometimes i hate because something like that can date a movie very much you know what i yeah, mean they don't they, they're like they're extremely cheap pops yeah like, the fact that they're ninja turtles alone is kind of a pop culture reference but like, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where like, I, when there's a lot of that, it really takes me out of a movie or, or a project. It's one of the reasons I'm not a huge like Deadpool kind of guy. Um, so it's like I I was at least early on I was a little like oh no what am I getting into? But like <laughs> the fact the fact that they were more that like there were the, a lot of them served more of a per- like more than a purpose. And to be fair, like you can argue they serve a purpose where they show like character like what. What what like those characters like? It shows a little bit more. Yeah, than yeah. Well, that, that's my thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just like there, kids are gonna make pop culture references. Yeah, yeah. I know. And, and I, like, it, it, it really went. Well, but yeah, yeah. I think so, the way they used it in this movie was very well done, especially now because like, you know, history repeats themselves. Right now, like I think in culture period, um. There's a very late '80s, early '90s style coming back out again. Oh, I think it's um, shifted fully to the '90s now. We're too old. Well, yeah, that's yeah. like 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 my daughter and my son are into grunge now, and, yeah. and my son's 13, my daughter's 16, and I'm like, I'm literally seeing myself as a kid, and I'm like, oh my god, at least just don't be like me. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just. <laughs> Dude, I didn't um, even like grunge in the 90s, so like... Ugh. Yeah, oh, dude, I loved grunge in the 90s, but yeah. I, think, <laughs> I, 
I think like the whole style of the way like the early '90s hip hop and stuff like that that they used heavily in this movie. Uh, it's it's coming back around. I haven't used the word mollywop since I was a teenager myself. And the fact that he said that, I was like, oh, my God. Now I'm hearing my son say mollywop. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, they did it. They took something. And now they're sticking it in these kids' heads now. It's working. What they wanted to do is working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, they, did it, they did it in a good way. Yeah. I, I, I did really like this movie. Like, I, know, I, I know I had a couple of things I complained about. But I know. I mean, you can like a movie and... Yeah. And still have things. Yeah. By the end of the movie, like the way it ended and wrapped up, like it's it's weird. I was talking to Kendall about this uh, after leaving the theater. It's like for some reason in this movie, when like so at the end they have to everyone has to team up to fight Superfly. It's like the turtles and the other mutants team up, but then like the humans see that they're like helping, and the humans all work. And I was like, oh, this is really working for me. Like they're being accepted. But then, like, yeah. something like that, like, I hated that in, like, Amazing Spider-Man. When they call up, like, Crane Dad, and they, like, do, like, a hero shot of all the cranes that he can swing off. I'm like, so <laughs> stupid. But, like, it works in this movie. I don't, I, I don't know. Just the ending of it so, felt so satisfying. And the fact I that think, like, in high school at the end, I'm like, that's so different. I haven't seen that. And, like, yeah. I'm excited for, like, this kind of world now. I yeah. think <laughs> why crazy stuff like that works is... If you even go back to the basis of Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, it's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The name is so crazy and absurd when you kind of think of it, especially for the time, that like anything within there that's crazy or, or outlandish, or, it works. It just works with the how everything is supposed to be. Like it just works. Like no matter – because like the rise, like all the crazy stuff for that, it just – for a lot of – it worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think just overall together, crazy stuff like that that wouldn't work for maybe one franchise. It usually most ninety five percent of the time works with stuff Ninja Turtle related. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and I guess part like because like the theme of the movie was gaining acceptance, like that that shows like a character arc for not just the main characters but like kind of the world that they're in. Because, like, right before then, like, everyone was scared of the mutants because mutants were attacking the city, and that's what it looked like they were doing more of. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, so much. I, I, the ending of the movie, like, really, like, went above and be like, not that I was disliking the movie, but like, the end of the movie, like, really brought it up like a notch or two for me. Yeah. Like, basically, definitely. basically, as soon as they get to, to Superfly's lair onward, like, especially with Splinter there, and then him, like, I loved his little speech about like how his way is wrong and superfly is wrong and, like i love the bebop and rocks day i was like oh that was really rousing i feel very roused <laughs> like, that, like that was fun like that's funny like i i'm really excited for them being potentially being like at least friendly with the ninja turtles like I, there's so much cool stuff at the end i'm like i want more and that's kind of what you want especially if this is supposed to be like a franchise starter again well i always like the team ups you know you know two separate teams together for the greater good that would happen every now and then yeah. um, through the comic book series um, when they had to work with Bebop and Rocksteady and stuff. I always liked those team-ups that were, you know, temporary alliances. Well, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't they part of the Mutant Animals eventually in the RG series? Uh, in the Mutant Animals, I don't know if they were, like, officially... I gotta go back to it. It's been so long. But I don't know if they were officially just a uh, staple, but at one time, yeah, they all did work together. Yeah. Yeah, I think the end of their story, they like got deposited on some like 
Garden of Eden planet in Dimension X. And they just like stopped being henchmen and just like lived amongst the animals. I I never really read the Archie series. Like whenever I dipped into them, even as a kid, I was like, because it was so different. And I was like, uh, I'm not really digging what's happening. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, it's cool. You should try it now. I mean, I know yeah. they punch Hitler in the face at some point, and then Leonardo convinces <laughs> him to commit suicide by the end because that's how Buck Wild the Archie books would used to get. Yeah, the Archie <laughs> comics were yeah, the Archie comics were like crazy. Like I have like um the original like first prints of a couple of my favorite like uh like uh the first Ray Filet and uh Mondo Gecko and stuff like that. Mondo Gecko is one of my favorite non-main character uh characters you know what? it's kind of weird that like mondo gecko is still like a thing like completely unchanged like mondo is such an 80s surfer like he yeah he, mondo gecko is just mondo gecko yeah like what like people like do people today know what the word mondo like is uh, you I guys are kids so. maybe maybe they know but like um, wasn't there that whole company mondo yeah, was there i don't like- remember like totally mondo like <laughs> that's mondo um, i do think it's funny that they mentioned the genghis frog's name or gang yeah like is genghis was Ad- in there but you barely see him but like but like but like he but like originally he's like a like a villain created by shredder which is why all the punk frogs are like named after yeah, the like punk frogs now history, yeah like 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 monsters from history but yeah, it's, just like, it's genghis like, why they name him genghis frog like yeah, all the other names I can kind of get, like them naming themselves. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I don't yeah, know. that was a funny joke. <laughs> it was a funny joke, we but gotta, like, yeah, why is he named that here? We got to uh, work on that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I did really like this movie. I overall, I think they did a great job with doing a new reiteration of the turtles, and kind of just moving a new franchise like part of it forward i think they did great yeah how would you how would you rank all your out of all the movies how would you rank like your top three like what would they be uh my i can go real quick my top three would be the original 1991 uh (laughs) then this one then secret of the use i'd have to agree i'd probably say exactly the same thing yeah and I don't know if Secret of the Use is just it's it's I mean it's gonna have a nostalgia edge, but like it's got a so bad it's good element that I really like. I mean what yeah. what about you, Adam? What'd you what would your top? I'm be? going one, two, and then mayhem. Okay, that's fair. The, the ooze and vanilla ice, it's just you know <laughs> what, what can I say? Yo, I'll be I'll be honest I with you, love- part, I, part of me well, didn't they play uh, ninja rap in this for a minute? Yeah, yeah. 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 the radio ninja yeah. ninja rap came on. <laughs> Because if they didn't put that in this, I would have been surprised that it wasn't. Just, just this feels like <laughs> uh, what about you, Ken? What are your top three shakeouts? Uh, kind of hard. I would like to see this one again, but yeah, as of right now, exactly the same as as your, you know, yeah, the original, the nineteen ninety one, this one. Are we talking theatrical? I'm talking theatrical. As my uh, rise becomes number two, and this becomes number three, I think. In my yeah, rank, the rise is rise. really good. But like the rise ones, also like it helps that it was the like it had two seasons of a show to establish these characters at the yeah. time. Yeah. And, um, and like the show, they were already seeding like the Krang, the Krang uh, Utrams or whatever they want to call them showing up. 
Yeah. So like so like this felt, um, that felt more like a, a conclusion where this is this feels more like a traditional movie, if that makes any sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, my current ranking is is yeah, nineteen ninety mayhem, secret of the ooze. Uh but I you know, this this movie was really good and you know, no matter how many times I watch it, there's no way I'll watch it as much as that 90s one. Yeah. But I could see myself going forward watching this one more. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't disagree. Um, I can definitely see that. Because this one feels like a fun one. It's just funny. You can just put it on. Versus, yeah. like, I mean, the 90s one's fun too, but like it... See, I do like, I do like that it tells a, a more serious story. I don't know. It's just like Different vibes for different moments. I get. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to watch it again, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, then again, if I'm going to watch just like a crazy fun Ninja Turtles movie, I'll probably put Rise on before this. That was good. I, yeah. I liked how they did Rise. I, I think I it was know. really good. That's a. This is. Kind of, I mean, maybe I'll do a follow up to that uh, Batman ranking video I did, and we'll talk Ninja Turtles movies because now there's enough of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can break it down. Because <laughs> there's there's the three the three original ones in the '90s. There was TMNT, the two like Platinum Dunes ones. This, if we're just counting theatrical, and then if we're counting like other ones that you can put in, like Rise. I don't know if there was any TV specials. You could kind of count. Turtles Forever. Yeah, Turtles oh, Forever. That, like, that's yeah, a, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a different conversation here. But I'll have you guys back for that one uh, at another point. Maybe when uh, when we can watch Mutant Mayhem at home because I would want to rewatch it. I don't know if I get to the theater and see it again. Um, not that I'd be opposed to doing that. I was thinking about going yeah. back to watch it in three D. Oh, I would probably I... throw up watching this in three D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be like April. Yeah, yeah right. Me, my, me, my son were talking about going back and watching it in three D. Uh, it's a it's a little too kinetic, I think, for me in three D. But that's a personal thing. I'm not. I get motion sickness in 3D, so. Oh yeah, I I <laughs> yeah. VR game like heavily, so like yeah, I, I can't do that stuff. stuff. I think it's because <laughs> I have to fil- filter like already through like a lens of glasses. Like I have to do another one on top of that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I I know it's a really satisfying movie, and I I really enjoyed it. And for sure, I really and loved it. I, I think. think it, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, I just I think it's gonna be in theaters for a while. Oh yeah, yeah I think it's gonna be one of those runs where they don't rush to get it out of. Like they'll put it out on DVD and Blu-ray, and it will still be in the movie theater. You know what I mean? Well, They've done the, that with movies that run really well. And this was one of the things we talked about, uh, like while we're waiting for the movie to start. It's like, I wonder what trailers are gonna get. I was like, what's even coming out the rest of this year? Like, um, I haven't been paying attention because I was just so psyched for this movie. Yeah, there's, in my opinion, a lot of the stuff is like for the rest of the year is pretty unexciting. Yeah. Kind of like, I mean. I'm Spider- a big Blue Beetle yeah. fan. I'm yeah. a big Blue Beetle fan. Jaime Reyes. I mean, I like I like his comics, but like I have no faith in a DC movie. Listen, <laughs> I uh, that's I tell people I've been telling people for years. TV DC's got it on lock. Silver screen Marvel has it on lock. But I would I would argue Marvel no longer has it on lock. But <laughs> I just I like the Blue Beetle with the whole. I don't know if like they're gonna bring it into this one right away with the whole reach and everything like that and the multiple scarabs and stuff. I love that series. So oh, Ami raises his comics one of my favorites. Like that was like a surprise yeah, yeah. for me. I didn't pick it up until like um there used to be a comic book store in the area that would like every free comic book day they would 
take all of their back issues out for 20 bucks, you could fill up a short box. And like, I found a whole run of that. And I just, I put that in my short box and I loved it. That's awesome. Or, you know, so, um, but yeah, uh, but that's a different conversation. I do, I do really like that. Blue Beetle. But, um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't know if we have final thoughts. I think we've been pretty exhaustive, but like, I do think we left enough meat on the bone that like, if for some reason you listen to this whole thing and haven't seen the movie, there's still plenty to like discover and like in it as well. Oh yeah. There's so much stuff in that movie. And, and visually we... like it's worth watching for just the animation alone. Yeah. The one thing I will say though, did any of you guys catch, and I always thought this when I was a kid, did you catch that when Baxter Stockman was mixing the final pieces of the ooze that it, the original color of it was purple? It was that bright purple. Oh, yeah, from the original and cartoon? He drops it in, yeah. he drops it in and it mixes, it becomes green. Because in the original cartoon, it was it's purple. purple. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it like, it, 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 it like progressed into it was a green ooze. I was about to say it was purple in the movies, but I'm realizing I think I'm I think I'm thinking Ivan Ooze. Yeah, yeah, huh. you're definitely thinking <laughs> Ivan Ooze. Um, Love Ivan Ooze. Um yeah, I mean I said all my thoughts on this movie. Uh with the exception of that uh that mid credits scene. Oh yeah. Well, you know, that's a good sequel hook, you know. Yes. I, I as much as I was saying I'm excited that they didn't use those kinds of things in this movie, I won't say that I'm not like I kind of want to mostly because I want to see more of these characters. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to see them fight uh that person. Can I ask you one thing? Do you think giving the setting of that character at the end, just that whole do you think you, even though this was a lighthearted movie, maybe the next one, if they do a movie with this, it's going to be slightly a little more darker. I think wise. the stuff with that character will be serious. I think the ca- the other characters will still be kind of goofy. Okay. Well, because like in this movie, they got serious when it needed to be, you know. So it's not like they're just joke machines the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I that, think um, it's a good balance. I don't think it's going to be like grim gritty, but you know, I see it being as dark and complex as this one or a spider verse yeah um yeah i'm pretty curious what they're gonna i'm just gonna go and say it the fucking the maya rudolph plays uh oh yeah Cynthia Utram. yeah yeah so what's funny is i went when i i went with uh my kids and my my girlfriend and her sister and her sister has never really seen anything Ninja Turtles. And so she was like, yeah, she was like, she was like, what is this? What is it? And at the end, when they had that, that credit scene, she was like, who's that? I was like, are you, are you like, are you serious? I get that you don't know certain characters, but you don't know who that is. Are you kidding me? I I understand not knowing who Wingnut is. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But so with the whole, the Utram thing. And I was like, even my, my son, and my son's a, a big fan. I said, yo, do you get who she is, right? And he's like, no. I'm like, Utron, Utron, like from Dimension X, Utrons. And she, he was like, oh, my God. And I was yeah. like, yes, dude. And it was like, it took him a second <laughs> to catch on. Yeah. To be fair, I think at the 2K show or the 2K12 show, they were just the Krang. 
Yeah, they were just well. Just you didn't crazy. watch it all. But the Utrams do exist. Do they exist? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. The Krang were like Utrams have like individual personalities in and that universe, and the Krang are like this hive. They're mind like a hive. Officer. Yeah, they're like a hive mind uh, kind of. Uh, okay, so they did use that in that show. All right. Yeah. Well, then if you watch the yeah, end, uh, whatever, it's not a big deal. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah. I'm excited for the the follow up cartoon and the next movie for sure. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm stoked. Which is funny because like this producing team's like, in my opinion, made uh, very below standard movies in my opinion up until now. <laughs> um, yeah. but like I'm 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 stoked for this. I mean, I was excited for it from the get go. I love the new design and the new look at the movie, and I like yeah. when we start seeing trailers. I other than like Donatella's voice, I was like, a little unsure of in the trailers, but like in the movie, he's fine. Like, I yeah, yeah, it all... fits the character. Yeah, and I appreciate that they're voiced by like they're still technically teenagers; they're like nineteen yeah. voice actors. Um, Have you collected like any of the other stuff for the new uh, for the new uh, movie or yeah, anything? I'm not a big toy guy, and like I also don't like to buy merch for stuff I haven't like experienced yet. Yeah, because like I, 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 all the figures, if I spent like four five hundred dollars on toys for this, and then I hated the movie, I'd be like, "Why do I have this?" Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> like I, I, I have like all the all the figures for it, and I even got like the exclusive, like the turtle van. Um, now with everything came with April and be, uh, whatnot. To be honest, I've seen people like in the weeks leading up to this, like on the the TMNT like subreddit. People were yeah. buying these figures and then like painting them and doing like people made some really cool turtles figures. Listen, out of I was just about to say that yeah. um, because that whole sketch style really isn't how the figures, this line, it isn't really yeah. how they're done. But there yeah, are people, people added a lot of those like details. Yeah. Yeah. People are taking them and doing that. Um, like Gundam like line markers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like very cell shaded stuff to them. Yeah. And I think it's amazing. Yeah. I've seen cool. Some really I'll have movies. to look this up. Yeah, yeah, they're really they're making it look a lot like the actual the movie itself. Adam, you get that. Have you gotten anything from this? Uh, any merch or anything from this yet? No, just a little paperclip thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah you did show a superfly. Yeah, I got this uh, little bottle of water for two bucks. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, what's what's funny I mean, is the uh, superfly character. Um, in the movie, he doesn't have a shirt on or anything. He just right. But in on the character, on the mm-hmm. actual action figure, he has like a, a ripped sweater vest kind of thing going on. Um, really? Kind of like a throwback to like Baxter Stockman. I, so mm-hmm. I mean, they, did they do cool. that so they didn't have to put his cool torso arms on? Uh, maybe, <laughs> yeah. It's possibly, it, it could be that. Because that like, that would be part of the fun of getting a figure like him. He's got extra arms, you know? <laughs> That four pack uh, looks yeah. cool though, with them in the in the disguise, like the Spock one. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, like surfer dude, and then I got the uh, other two up, but because like, they're all boy. references to the old the old toys. Yeah, yeah the old. Uh, yeah. I think one, I, is Raph a spaceman? Uh, yeah, Raph's a Raph's an astronaut. Raph's an astronaut. Uh, he was a cowboy, I think. Right. Right. I, I think I, is it Mikey who's the cowboy? And I think it's Leo is the uh, or Donnie's the uh, space. Uh, is the well, Don, Donnie Trek. Spock, yeah, Donnie's the Star yeah, Trek. Donnie Spock. But that was the first. Uh, that was like one of the first uh, variants of Ninja Turtles that they released from the original original line, and I think that's why they did it for this new one. 
I mean, I'm a big Star Trek guy. I've got the, they're not in the room I'm in now, so I can't show them to you. But I've got uh, on card the Star Trek turtles. Nice. But, um, but yeah, all right. We've been talking for over an hour. Uh, <laughs> and with the four of us, we could talk Ninja Turtles for like 40 more years. Yeah, yeah. We can <laughs> so, um, be doing that. <laughs> I frequently do that with all three of you individually. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. Kendall and I have been talking Ninja Turtles for like at least 20 years. So yeah, we we just don't stop, do we? Yeah. Um <laughs> that was one of the first things I think we originally bonded over. We both wore Ninja Turtle shirts to the gym in high school. Oh shit. Yeah. But um oh, that was back when the 80s nostalgia was becoming a thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember being really stoked on getting like back to the future merch and stuff. But um yeah, so I guess we'll sign off. Um, I thank you guys for joining me so much. Um, thanks for having us, man. Obviously, yeah, when I knew we you. wanted to do a turtles thing, I knew I had to reach out to at least the three of you. Thank um, you. Yeah, so I, you. I, I'm glad we were able to get it all. Uh, we're all able to get together, and our schedules lined up pretty easily. Probably the easiest of any of these uh, podcasts mm-hmm. where I've had four people on <laughs> ever been. And um, I should this will hopefully be released either tomorrow or the next day, definitely by Friday. Awesome. Uh, week, and then I'll share it, and uh, y'all be internet famous just like me. So, yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, oh, no. I'm gonna share the link. I'm gonna, if it's cool, I'm gonna share the link on my uh, my YouTube and my Facebook. Hey, cool. Yeah, I mean, we'll be sharing it as the as this on the store social media as well. Awesome. Once I have the link and stuff, I'll I'll send it to you, and then perfect. Uh, do as you wish. Thank you so much. But yeah, thanks again for joining me. Thank you for listening at home, and uh, mm-hmm. till next time, be safe. Mm-hmm.